0: On the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Here's the voice of the Panthers,
3: Doug Plagans.
1: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans here with you. Talking all things Florida Panthers hockey over the course of the next hour. We'll look back at some of the action from the week that was. We'll look ahead to a big game tonight. Panthers closing out this seven-game homestand. Feels like they've been at home for a long time. That's because they have and tonight, they've got a huge game against the New Jersey Devils, 6 o'clock at FLA Live Arena. We're on the air with Panthers Preview at 5.30 p.m., but we'd love to see you at FLA Live Arena tonight. It's a 6 o'clock faceoff, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK. To get your tickets, it's the 34-27-7 Panthers who are surging up the ladder in the Eastern Conference. Three points out of a playoff spot currently as they trail both the Islanders and Penguins. Those two teams are in action today, by the way. The Penguins, 8 o'clock on the road against the Rangers. The Islanders, 10:30 Eastern on the road against the San Jose Sharks. So lots of hockey to pay attention to for you today as far as the Eastern Conference wildcard race is concerned. But the Panthers have positioned themselves in a pretty good spot as we head down the stretch in this 22-23 campaign. A win tonight over New Jersey would go a long way for the Panthers. New Jersey, though, they're coming in. They've got something to play for, too. They're 44-17-7. and How about the road record the Devils have? They're 25-4-4. They've been especially tough to beat away from home, and the Devils, they're trying to run down the Carolina Hurricanes and get that top spot in the Metro Division, so both teams with a lot on the line. Game number 69 on the season for each of the two teams as we get closer and closer to game number 82. That's the end of the regular season. Panthers, again, serving toward a playoff spot. We'd love to see you at FLA Live Arena tonight. It's going to be a 6 o'clock face-off. For those of you who can't make it, you'll want to tune in. We'll be on the air beginning with Panthers preview at 5.30. We'll have you covered. If you're listening in Miami-Dade and Broward counties, 96.5 WPOW FM HD 2, 12.30 The Gambler in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country down in the Florida Keys. The NHL app takes all the guesswork out of it, makes it so easy to tune in when you go to the scoreboard section on your NHL app, on your Panthers app top right corner there's a headphone icon you click that and then you click the feed you'd like to select and you can get the panthers game every game takes all the guesswork out of it serious xm subscribers you can also always find the action on uh, channel 932 on your serious xm app so some housekeeping items there those are all the places you can tune into tonight's game but again we'd love to see you there FLA Live Arena, 6 o'clock faceoff, 954-835-PAC, Panthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. Panthers and the New Jersey Devils coming up tonight. For the Panthers, they bring into this game a five-game point streak, piling up points at a good time of the year. They've won four of their last five games. They're coming off a wild 9-5 win over Montreal. We'll get to the scoring highlights from that in just a moment. After that, we'll hear from Panthers head coach Paul Maurice, as well as Panthers forward Sam Bennett, Panthers defenseman Radko is coming up here in just a few moments. Had a chance to speak to all three after practice yesterday. So we'll get some thoughts from them as they prepare for this matchup against New Jersey and look back at that wild one against the Montreal Canadiens. Coming up next segment, George Richards from Florida Hockey Now is going to stop by. We will talk about the playoff race. We'll talk about who's been most instrumental for the Panthers as they've again surged up the standings here toward a playoff spot. We'll talk all things Panthers with George coming up. Great to get his insight coming up next segment. And later on in the hour, we will hear uh, a segment from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. Jameson Olive and I were joined by Panthers all-star forward Matthew Kachuk just having a monster season. Can't say enough about what he's done all year, especially lately. For this Panthers team. Matthew Kachuk joins us later on in the hour. And uh, again, if you've never listened to the Territory Talk Podcast, the Panthers official podcast presented by Baptist Health, check it out at FloridaPanthers.com/slash Territory Talk or wherever you get your podcast. Well, let's dive right into Looking back first at uh, game number five on the Panthers' current five-game point streak, their fourth win in five tries. The Panthers hit the ice against the Montreal Canadiens back on Thursday evening at FLA Live Arena. It was a wild and wacky one, especially right out of the gate, but the Panthers managed the ebbs and flows in that game and came out with a convincing 9-5 win. Here are all the Panthers' goals as they aired on the Panthers' radio network. Huck played out on the near side, Mark Stahl held it in, Nick Cousins out in front, back in, chance, and they score, and it's Colin White upstairs, and this game is tied up, 17-17 left in period number one. Carter Verhage streaks along for the Panthers, gets out across center ice, In he goes left wing side, Sam Bennett to the front of the goal, chance, and they score, and it's Carter Verhage, what a setup out in front, and the Panthers take a 2-1 lead. Panthers get a clear, a bouncer, and it's Matthew Kachuk picking it up in the neutral zone. Up the right side, top of the circle, pauses, takes a look around, hands it back. Forsling, high slot, Rishadi scores, and the Panthers take a 3-2 lead. Kachuk to Forsling, it's 3-2. Lew in far point a shot Ekblad that one pinballs through traffic but wide of the net and here on the near side of the ice Yelonen fails to clear for Montreal Barkov high slot Lew in right circle a shot they score Aaron Ekblad and the Panthers take a 4-3 lead with 10.51 to go here in period number one Lead off to the near side. Kurianov does not get it out for Montreal. Radko Gudas, center. The blue line of shot. He scores through traffic. May have been tipped on the way. 5-3 Panthers, nine twenty seven. Left here in the first period. Ryan Lomberg was out front of the net. Looks like he got a piece of that one. And the Panthers have five on the board. Just over halfway through period number one. And Radko Gudas just blasted. Got a penalty coming up Lomberg on the coin. The other side now Lomberg. Came in because there was another Canadian that went in and gave a shove. To they scored on and they the, other score, end. the other end. Meanwhile, we've got proceedings down here. To no our whistle right. ever went. There was no whistle. Pozzetta was in there. If this goal, there was an altercation. If this, if this is against Montreal, then Montreal had to gain control of the puck, which It'll they never s- did. And it's going to be Sam Reinhardt's goal if Dep- the play was allowed to continue. He took the shot down there to our left. If
4: we haven't seen enough already. We had all kinds of players wrapped up and the
3: Panthers went the other way and there's only two players left for the Canadians. That ended up being a three on two. Montreal basically stopped playing on the play And Reinhardt, Jake Allen
4: was expecting maybe the whistle will blow heat and net even wasn't even ready for the shot And Reinhardt just decided to fire it, goes into the net
5: This one's going to count Play will be five on five for the goal
4: so Sam Reinhardt
1: gets this one. Six three Panthers, seven thirty eight left in the first period. Matthew Kachuk, shot that's wide. Verhege off the side of the net, and he scores and went off the goaltender, and it looked like. And the Panthers take a 7-3 lead with 6.42 to go here in period number one for Carter Verhege. That's his second of the game. Off to the near half, boards, Duclair, to the line. Bennett, Duclair, top of the right circle, down to Kachuk, out in front. It's off the Canadian defender, bouncing puck in front. Allen got a piece of it, and they score! That one rolled in, Aaron Ekblad got the last contact with it. He's got two in the game. And the Panthers have an 8-4 lead with a power play goal. Barkov takes it back for the Panthers. He'll head around near side of the ice, gives to Kachuk right circle a shot, and he scores. Matthew Kachuk out of the right circle, and the Panthers take a 9-4 lead with 12:27 to go here in the second. Up the right side, he'll take it along the boards. Had it poked away, the puck cleared by Harvey Pinard down to our right, and that should just about do it in this one. Final five seconds tick away. Fans to their feet at FLA Live Arena. And the horn sounds. The Panthers take it tonight. 9-5. The final score over the Montreal Canadiens. For the Panthers, that's points in five consecutive games. A good streak at a good time of the year. So a big win for the Panthers and a big goal scoring outburst back on Thursday. Panthers 9-5 winners over the Montreal Canadiens to get back to within three points of the Penguins and the Islanders in this wild card race. So a big win there. Doesn't matter how you get it. It's that they got the win and the Panthers did that. Here's Panthers head coach Paul Maurice had a chance to talk to him after practice yesterday and he begins by talking about that wild win against Montreal Thursday night.
5: So I got, I got way more time for our game today because we would all go out with a script on how the game should look and how it should be played, and then it doesn't look like that. But we were strong through that kind of turbulence, and it wasn't, you know, they score on their three shots. We put up a bunch. They score seven in the first, and then the game is going to change whether you want it to or not because the other team changes the way they play, so it's not as physical. Guys aren't blocking shots as much, but our structure wasn't too bad. So i got more time with that we did come out right i mean we gave up three shots in about 10 minutes it just happened they all went in we had kind of the same effect at the other end um and then we get to move on so we, we won't spend a lot of time in that game because the next game's not going to look like that it'll be physical straight through and neither team's going to give up as much maybe early on and
1: you you mentioned that next game certainly won't look like that one new jersey coming in, they've got a lot to play for too what do you expect out of this matchup against the devils and what are the keys to defending
3: against them
5: well, they're an unusual team, puck possession team, hard gap defensive team uh, that makes an awful lot of small area plays. So you've got to be on the right side of the puck, but you have to be tight gap with them. We can't give them room to play on because uh, they use that. That's what they're good at. We have a different version of being offensively real good. Like both teams can score an awful lot of goals. Both teams defend with the same mindset, but possibly different because of the way we're physically built. Um, but the team probably with the best gap tomorrow wins.
1: That was yesterday after practice. Panthers head coach Paul Maurice as the Panthers prepare for the New Jersey Devils coming up here tonight at 6 at FLA Live Arena. Here is Panthers forward Sam Bennett. We had a chance to talk to him after practice yesterday as well. Asked him how big is tonight's game against the Devils?
4: Yeah, it's going to be huge. Um, yeah, every game from now to, till the end of the season is a huge game for us. So um, we're not taking any, any
1: game lightly and we're going to come ready to play game like last night kind of a wacky one but with as many guys getting on the score sheet as they did is it is it nice for everybody just to to get to get points here and there and offensively anyways do you do you, i guess are, are the sticks a little lighter after a game like that
4: yeah i mean it's that's definitely a weird game um you know you're not gonna get games like that too often so um you enjoy it when it happens but uh you know definitely can't uh can't expect to have any more games like that. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot more tight, low-scoring games um, going, going into the push to the playoffs. So um, we definitely have to reset and get back to playing uh, the game that we know how to play.
1: Sam Bennett there.
4: Here is Panthers
1: defenseman Radko Gudis when I asked him how important it is to finish this homestand strong tonight against New Jersey.
3: Very. Um, I mean, That's, that's the thing we, uh, we were looking forward to uh, since Christmas. You know, have this big uh, home stretch and uh, have a good playoff push. And, um, you know, they're, they're a great team off the rush. They're in this position where they are this year for a reason. And for us, uh, staying tight to them uh, at the whole time, the whole game, it's, it's going to be crucial for us. So We've we got to be ready. We've got to be ready from the first puck drop and um, 60 or 65 minutes take for a can you describe what Matthew
1: Kachuk's meant this last week for the way he's been piling up points and, and just helping you guys get the positive results?
5: Well, it's great to see him success like that. You know, it goes to the areas where, um, we need to get and he's leading the charge with all the, all the guys following him and it's fun to see him succeed like that and, um, you know, he's having a great year. He's, he's the leader of this group right away from, uh, from the minute he got in and uh, it's, it's fun to follow him.
1: Brad Kogutis of the Panthers there after practice yesterday and uh, now the Panthers get set to take on the New Jersey Devils tonight. 6 o'clock face-off at FLA Live Arena and that'll wrap up the homestand. The Panthers then on the road for a back-to-back starting Monday at 7 in Detroit, Tuesday at 7 in Philadelphia. Panthers back home then for two huge games against two big-time opponents Thursday at 7. The Toronto Maple Leafs come to town and then a week from today at 5 o'clock The New York Rangers come in to take on the Panthers. That'll be the third matchup of the season for the Panthers and the Broadway Blue Shirts. That is a week from today. And then the Panthers go back on the road for the last big trip of the season, the regular season that is, four games on the road consecutively after the game against the Rangers a week from today. So that's what the schedule looks like ahead of uh, today, I should say, the Panthers and the Devils tonight. Then after that, you've got the road trip starting up Monday at 7 o'clock. For us here on the Panthers Insider Show, what lies ahead? What lies ahead? Well, coming up later on in the hour, we'll hear a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. James and Olive and I were joined by Panthers All Star forward Matthew Kachuk. But coming up next segment, man who's covered the Panthers for a long time has his finger on the pulse of the Panthers like not many others. George Richards from Florida Hockey Now. Kind enough to stop by. We'll talk to him coming up on the other side of the break. Doug Plagans here with you. It's the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network.
2: Let's get back to the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Welcome back
1: here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as always. Panthers wrapping up a long seven-game homestand tonight, taking on the New Jersey Devils at FLA Live Arena. Six o'clock face-off across the Panthers radio network. We'll have you covered beginning with Panthers preview at 5.30. And, uh, of course, a big one, Panthers looking to extend their point streak, which currently sits at five games, 4-0-1 in the last five. Coming off Thursday's wild 9-5 win over the Montreal Canadiens and Special guest joining us now, George Richards from Florida Hockey Now. George has covered the Panthers for a long time. George,
3: how are you? Thanks for stopping by here on a Saturday morning. Good morning, Doug. How you doing, buddy? Uh, You had Raisin Bran this morning. Post or Kellogg's? I went with the Kellogg's. I'm a two-soup guy. Um, I like Post cereals. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go off on Post, but when it comes to Raisin Bran it's Kellogg's for me.
1: George Richards here with us talking all things Panthers hockey, talking breakfast, talking all sorts of things. And Well, George, I guess first we'll just look at the broad scope here. The Panthers have gotten closer to a playoff spot going into tonight's action. Three points back of both the Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins. You look at all the teams battling for a spot. Panthers doing a good job lately here, getting themselves back close to a spot. How do you like the way that they've adjusted their game here over the last few weeks is they're playing some of their best hockey at uh, one of the biggest times of the year and the healthiest knock on wood that they've been and that's coming
3: at a big time too yeah that's obviously the key point right the health of this team um we saw them in november and in december and january not really be able to put together any string anything together and a lot of that had to do with the way the lineup was, it was like every single game you had two, three key players out. And right now they're they're back to full health. You you knock on wood if you're Paul Maurice in this case, um, but but they are a healthy team. And you know they've they've what they're four zero and one in their last five. I think they're six three and one in their past ten. Um, they're putting together points, and and I think sometimes people get lost in oh they lost in overtime. Well, this is a this you got to collect as many points as you can in this league. This isn't a wins loss league. This is a points league. Um, and the Panthers getting a point out of Winnipeg was huge. The Panthers being able to win the game last weekend, um, you know, prior to that was was big. Um, They've been able to collect the points and stay in this race and give themselves a shot because we're in March now, right? I mean, we just had St. Patrick's Day yesterday, and the Panthers are playing meaningful games. And that's really all you can ask for at this time of year.
1: Yeah, piling up points, and I always say the difference between two and one isn't as big as the difference between one and nothing. you got to get something, and the Panthers have done a good job making sure on a nightly basis they're coming up with something in the points department. So Panthers and the New Jersey Devils tonight, a big matchup at FLA Live Arena. So why don't we look at this one here first, George. The New Jersey Devils coming in tonight, going to look a little different than things did back on Thursday. This is a New Jersey team that has a chance to win the Metro, depending on how they finish. They're a playoff-bound team. The Panthers have playoff aspirations, a lot on the line for each team. What do you expect here, and how big would it be for the Panthers to close out this homestand with an exclamation point?
3: Oh, no, this would be huge for the Panthers um, to get two more points. Listen, New Jersey, we know how good they are this season. Um, Florida's 1-1 one one against the Devils this season. Yeah, it, this would be very big for Florida to, to, to like you said, they got to go on the road. They've got a big back-to-back uh, starting Monday in Detroit. So you need, you need to finish this home stand. You, you, nobody likes playing seven straight games at home. They, they, this, you would think, oh, it's great. You're home for two, nobody wants that. They've kind of avoided the malaise that sometimes come with these long home stands. So to, to get another two points tonight against the Devils. Um, would really set this team off in, in in a good space especially next week when you've got a couple couple road games and then a couple back here at home
1: by having you on the show george today i wanted to avoid malaise uh, here on the panthers insider show good use of a of a word there george richards florida hockey now always great to have him stop by here on the panthers insider show george we've sung the praises of matthew kachuk from the day he arrived in south florida but in big games at big times of the year you see the superstar players rise to the occasion how impressed have you been with the way that he's
3: come up with some big time performances in games where his team needs him most yeah he's been a big game guy right i mean charlie hustle if you will he's matthew kachuk what a great addition for this team um you see him on both ends of the ice making a difference you see his passing you see him you know getting in deep Ticking people off, starting stuff with the guy. And, and just, he just being a pest um, while staying out there on the ice and, and, and cashing in. So another big night, uh, Thursday night against Montreal. You talk about burning the tape. Well, you're certainly not burning the score because a lot of guys uh, had multiple points. And, and Matthew Kachuk has a goal and three assists Thursday night against Montreal. Um, I, I, I believe it's like his, I, he's got a ton of, like, multi-point games this year for the Panthers. Um he really has fit in with this organization, with this culture, this team. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been good to see what he's been able to accomplish here.
1: George Richards, Florida Hockey Now, here with us on the Panthers Insider Show, getting you set up for the Panthers and the Devils tonight, 6 o'clock at FLA Live Arena. Uh, we're not going to spend too much time on it, George, but you've covered this team for a long time. Going back to Thursday night, have you seen a start as wacky as that one? And a lot of people look at that one. That's a, a game that look like many other games, but can that be a valuable lesson for a team to come out on top in a game where when that thing gets going, you're not sure what direction it's going to go?
3: Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing, that's why one reason why I wanted to talk to Sergei Bobrovsky after that game. I thought the biggest thing to come out of that game was that Sergei Bobrovsky gives up three goals on the first three shots and is pretty much fine the rest of the way. Now, he gave up two more goals, but the game was so far out of hand, who cared at that point? But he was able to, and he even said it. He said that the, you have to be able to put those behind you. You know the game stinks. You're, you've given up three goals on three shots. Any chance of having a great game is out the window by now. So you just have to make sure you stop the next one and the one after that. And, 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 and Sergey actually made some big stops for the Panthers, kept Montreal from getting from you know kind of crawling back into that game. And uh, I, I thought that was the biggest takeaway was that that Sergey. Listen, if this game is in November or December, the Panthers may lose that game to Montreal the way it, the way it was going. Um and this team found a way to just start plugging and, and getting some more goals and listen, the goalies, the goalies for Montreal didn't hurt, but they found a way to get it going. They were found a way, they're up 2 to 1, then it's 2-2, two, two. then they're up 3-2, then it's 3-3, three, three. and you're like, "Oh my gosh." And then it's 4-3, 5-3, 6-3. Boom, this one's over. Panthers did a real nice job of 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 carrying that. Panthers since New Year's Day
1: since the turn of the calendar year 1810 and 3. If you run 1810 and 3 over a full season That's more than a a playoff clip. Can you point to where maybe things changed in your mind, where this team really found its groove, found its stride? Because that month of January, a lot of folks would have said was the toughest part of the schedule for this team, but it seems like that's where they really got their footing.
3: Yeah, you you know, Paul Maurice talks about it a lot. He always talks about that New Year's Day game against the New York Rangers as a turning point for this team. The the, the team just kind of looked lost a little bit in in November, December. There were injuries. Um, You weren't getting the goaltending that you needed, especially for from Sergei Bobrovsky. Spencer Knight, you got it from at times, and it looked like he became the starter. Regardless, this team was a team in transition. They were learning a new system, a new coaching staff, all that stuff. I think they've kind of come to terms with how they need to play in this, and I think they're excelling at it right now at this point. So, um, listen, Paul Maurice was always, you know, preaching patience and, Hey, he said in training camp it might take a year and a half for this team to figure out how they need to play and and become a tougher tougher postseason team. And I know a lot of people laugh at that when you're ten points out of the playoffs. You gotta get there first. But you if you're gonna go to the playoffs, you might as well try and win the darn thing. So I, I think that's his point. So I, I just think that they've been a different team. They've they've been more comfortable in their own skin. They've been able to do a lot of different things and, and they still haven't shown us that they can string wins together they still only have two three game winning streaks they don't they still only have two comeback wins third period wins um but you can see it coming, and I think that's the big thing for these Panthers.
1: Yeah, Paul said that going back to that New Year's Day game, since then it's been a, just a harder brand of hockey, and it's been uh, been consistent since then. George Richards, Florida Hockey Now, here with us in uh, George. 14 left in the regular season. A 10-4 and 4 finish for the Panthers would put them at 95 points. I know it's a bit of a moving target. You're not quite sure what the number's going to be till we get right down to the end. Uh, I've been saying I feel like a 10-4 and 4 finish, 95 points, is good enough to get into a playoff spot without needing any help from others. I think less than 10 and four, you might need some help from some, some other teams, things like that.
3: In your mind, what's it going to take? I think 20 out of the final 28 points, right? Um, that's a lot of points though. That's a lot of points. Do you've got 14 games left? That's 10 wins. Um, or, you know, you just get 20 points somehow 21, maybe 22 would be nice. Um, it's not out of the realm of possibility for this team. This is a very talented team. We saw that last year. We're seeing that now. Um, if they can stay healthy, again, Paul Maurice, knock on wood. Um, if Sergei Bobrovsky continues to play, safe for save for Thursday night, play at the high clip that he's been at, I think this team will be fine, and I think they can do that. They've got the games in hand now on the Islanders. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's given them a little bit of a gift these last couple games. They Pittsburgh lost to this Montreal team at home on Tuesday night. That was a gift for the Panthers, and then they lost one of their tough ones. So that's a lesson to learn here in these playoffs race. You've got to beat teams like Montreal because then you've got teams like the rangers I think Florida's got 3 against Toronto left they've got 2 against Ottawa Carolina Carolina's coming up so you've got to win these ones the ones that are gimmies not gimmies but you know what I mean not must wins but gotta wins and the panthers did that on Thursday night and now they've got a big one tonight against the devils and in- Hey, if you can get one or two points out of this one, boom, nice.
1: Yeah, 10-4 and four would be a strong finish, but you look at all the teams battling for the wild card spots, it's going to take a strong finish from whoever gets in those two spots. In a, in a league where only 16 out of 32 make the playoffs, there's no such thing as backing in anymore. Uh, that just doesn't happen. George Richards, Florida Hockey Now, kind enough to stop by here on the Panthers Insider Show. George, tell all the folks
3: out there where they can find you. Come on over to floridahockeynow.com. Uh, we're having a special today. Yeah, we're having a special just for you. And this um, isn't just your raisin brand. No, 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 no. This, this is like finding a prize in your in your cracker jack box or in your cereal box. Come on over to FloridaHockeyNow.com dot com right now. Subscribe today three dollars and forty nine cents a month or twenty nine ninety nine a year to get the only daily dedicated coverage of the Florida Panthers. FloridaHockeyNow.com.
1: That's a deal. Go check it out, folks. FloridaHockeyNow.com. He's George Richards. He's been covering the Panthers for a long time. George, looking forward to seeing you out at the ring tonight. And as always, we thank you very much for stopping by. Thanks for your time today. All right, Douglas. You have a good one. I'll see you tonight. Thank you very much. That's George Richards from Florida Hockey Now. And again, uh, kind enough to stop by. We thank him for his time. Folks, the Panthers and the Devils tonight. It's going to be a 6 o'clock face. Five so 5.30 Panthers preview across the radio network if you can't make it. But we'd love to see you there. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com. You can call the friendly folks over at 954-835-PUCK. They'd be happy to assist you. As I always say, if you want to go to one game or all the games, by yourself or with all your friends, we can set something up that works for you. Folks, when we come back, we are going to hear a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. Jameson Olive and I were joined by the aforementioned Matthew Kachuk a few days back. We'll have a cut from that conversation coming up on the other side of the break. Folks, Doug Plagens with you. This is the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Time for
2: more of the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network.
1: Welcome back, Panthers Insider Show here on a Saturday morning as always. Panthers getting set to wrap up a seven-game homestand tonight when they play host to the New Jersey Devils. Doug Plagans here with you. We'll have... All of tonight's action tonight for you across the radio network. 6 o'clock, uh, we'll get things going with the opening face-off. 5.30, Panthers preview across the radio network. If you're tuned in in Miami-Dade and Broward counties, 96.5 WPOW FM HD2, that's your place to listen. 12.30, The Gambler in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. The NHL app makes it so easy. SiriusXM app and streaming channel 932. In your cars, SiriusXM channel 9- 219 will have the action tonight. So, again, so many different ways to consume panthers hockey and it's a big one new jersey coming to town third and final matchup of the season for the panthers and the devils panthers with playoff aspirations new jersey they're trying to run down carolina and win the metro division so a lot on the line for each of the two teams panthers looking to extend their point streak to six games and get to within one point potentially they can get a win and a little help tonight the panthers could end today's action One point out of a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. Earlier this week on the Territory Talk podcast, the official Panthers podcast presented by Baptist Health. You can find it at FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk or wherever you find your podcast. Jameson Olive and I were joined by Panthers all-star forward Matthew Kachuk. And, well, you can uh, find all the Territory Talk episodes again at FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk or wherever you find your podcast, But want to get to a, a cut from the most recent, recent episode of Territory Talk right here, and here's Matthew Kachuk starting us off when he was asked how different things feel from the time he was introduced as a Panther back over the summer to now.
4: Very different, but always believed that, you know, without even playing a game, knowing that the new guys, because pretty much I was like the last guy or one of the last guys on the current team to like, you know, be here, be part of it, so I kind of knew what I was signing up for when it came to the roster for this this year and this team, and I knew we always had, you know, potential to, to play and to perform like we have been the last little bit, and um, I was just talking to some of the guys earlier. I mean, I've never really been in a, in a race like this to the end of the finish line mm-hmm. in the regular season, and um, it seems like the years that I was in Calgary when we were in playoffs, we were in playoffs in, like, December, yeah. and we were just basically... We are the one seed for the last, you know, last couple of times I've been there. So it's been very different to um, kind of have to play well to get in, whereas mm-hmm. before we were kind of just coasting and ended up working against us. So I think this is only going to help us um, going forward. I know the three teams in the Atlantic, uh, um, you know, along with us, I'd say coming here at the beginning of the year were the four teams that I thought were, you know, the best in our mm-hmm. division. And um, it seemed to be working out like that so far, so... Um, hopefully, we can get in, and you never know what can happen.
2: Like you said, you guys have been clawing your way back into this spot now. The mm-hmm. other night, every team kind of near you in the standings lost, and you still got to take care of business. But mm-hmm. what does it mean just when you see the door kind of get wider open in front of you guys?
4: Well, I think that it it is. We unfortunately put ourselves in a spot where you had to scoreboard watch, but. I think we've put ourselves in a position now where you don't necessarily have to do mm-hmm. that as much. You just got to take care of your own business, and um, we've done a, a solid job the last little bit. After we've got all the guys back, um, definitely a couple uh, a couple tough stretch, a couple weeks, you know, a tough stretch in December, and I thought we played pretty solid in in January, but then had a few hiccups, you know, a couple weeks ago, but. Um, for the most part, we're we're trending right now, and that's all you can ask.
1: How much do you watch the other games, or do you just kind of go and look at the
4: scores at the end of the night or the next morning? Or- I, I'm I'm a, a hockey f- fanatic, I guess. <laughs> I when I was in, well, I guess the one difference, probably the main difference I have with my routine being in Florida as opposed to Calgary is time change. So yeah. I think I'm up a little bit later, maybe than I'd like. But I just I just like watching hockey. I was fortunate in Calgary where the games had started five, and I'd be in bed asleep by. You know, 10.45 or 11 on most nights. And caught myself last night watching uh, the third period of uh, the Kings-Islanders uh, game. Yep. It's like twelve twenty, twelve thirty. I was like, oh, I got to go to bed here. This is – hopefully the, the result works out in our favor in the morning. And I checked and it did. So, um But hopefully we keep winning, so I don't have to stay up so late to watch
2: games. (laughs) And and on the standings, I mean, Brady's right there with the center as well. Is it different watching your brother now kind of be in a race with you when you're you're scoreboard watching? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's not like I,
4: you know, I hope he does very well. And, you know, I know it sounds weird, but individually, I hope he continues to tear it up like he has been and Mm -hmm. continues to do well. But like I said, we're in a race with them too, so it'd be ideal if both my team and his team can be the last two wild card mm-hmm. spots, but um, you know, we're both gonna have to play well for that uh both teams are gonna have to play well for that to happen down the stretch.
1: And you mentioned it, you were very clear about it right out of the gate when you came here. You loved the situation here. It seems like I mean, coming up on seventy games, but seems like you've been here longer than you have. Did you feel like this did this place feel like home for you pretty quickly?
4: It it did at the start just because of the connections I made with like teammates, the people in the organization, like and it wasn't me, it was all them reaching out to me, making sure I was gonna feel comfortable and um, I think they wanted me to be able to hit the ground running without worrying about anything and um, I've been very fortunate to come here, and the organization has literally been amazing, like every single person in it has made it super easy for me and it has has allowed me to feel like I've been here for my whole career and not to worry about anything and just go out and play and and perform, So I've been very fortunate.
1: And with the All-Star festivities having been here as well, obviously you made a, a big splash there, getting the, the All-Star Game MVP and all that, but it seemed like aside from the on-ice events, everything that was going on around the All-Star events, uh, Paul Maurice even said that you and Alexander Barkov really embraced being front and center for, for yeah. a lot of that stuff and being present for as much as you could during that whole thing. What, did you kind of see yourself as you know, maybe kind of just a, a representative of, of hockey for South Florida during that time? and what was that whole experience like
4: yeah for sure when i found out that i was gonna be representing the team like i wanted to do as good of a job to to not only grow like our team and what we're trying to do down here but just like the game of hockey in general and um you could see how like i could see how far it's come along since my first couple of years playing here it's uh, like having a you know them having re- some really good teams the last few years, growing it like that, playing some meaningful games, playing playoff games, and now to have the All Star game where all the best players were there, um, you could really see the game trending, and it's going to continue to. And hopefully, we can go on a run like they, hmm. you know, haven't had the last few years here. And to see it grow up more and would love to be a part of that
2: and going back to all-star obviously a crazy week but a week you shared with the community with your family i knew it's so many people in town when you look back at all-star 5 10 15 years from now is there maybe a story or a moment that's really gonna stick out for you you think well, that's
4: elbow yeah <laughs> <laughs> no um we
2: had uh we had a lot of fun
4: um outside of outside of the like the on ice and even like the festivities off the ice like just with my family and friends I'll remember like you know being in my home locker room and mm-hmm. around like all my you know trainers and everybody and having the best players around in the world around me i getting a chance to talk with Crosby and Ovechkin and get picture them like I did when I was a lot younger yeah. it was super super cool and something that I'm going to remember and continue to show people and show off the fact that i got to do that but just having so many people down staying at my house um you know basically from it was a party from when they got here on thursday to when they left sunday so it was it was very it was very cool to get everybody in one place because it is hard and brady too that just worked out exactly like had him down here um just was able to, it kind of felt like a weekend in summer where everybody shuts off the world and mm-hmm. it kind of revolves around you guys for a little bit, and it, it was it was nice um basically to have all our friends and family just drop everything and want to be a part of that weekend as well and made it extra special.
2: And like you said, you got some photos, but did you get anything else, any mementos, any pieces of All-Star, any souvenirs, any autographs, anything like that? What did you yes, take from the weekend?
4: Yes, a few of my jerseys that I wore. I had everybody at the All-Star Games sign it. I had... The whole Atlantic team signed, like just the Atlantic team yeah. signed one, uh, the winning team. So, um, got a few sticks signed by everybody, and mm-hmm. um, to me, the coolest parts the pictures. Yeah, and, and and honestly, done, even the pictures, like the stuff behind scenes that nobody would know about. I mean, my brother and I just, you know, hanging out with. You know, a guy like Crosby who is mm. one of our. Did Sid
2: right? remember the original photo? He did. Yeah, he they did all, yeah, they
4: all did. Yeah, they all did, which is which is really cool. Maybe they're lying, but they, <laughs> they played it off like they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but just talk with them about just like random stuff. Like, it, I don't know, it's kind of cool. And oh, yeah, us, and us just like going home and like oh, like like for example, like we were leaving after skills one day yeah. and we were late. You know, said we'd be out in five minutes and it ended up turning into thirty minutes. So like, what took mm-hmm. you guys so long? And we we're like, honestly, we we're just back there talking to a few of the guys and yeah. being one of them. And it's like, what were they saying? Like, I was <laughs> like, yeah, to me, like at the mo- at the time, like it wasn't, I guess too crazy. Cause mm-hmm. you know, we're sharing the ice with them, playing against them. And, um, but, yeah, it just shows how, I guess, when you think about it, when you look yeah. back at it in 5, 10, 15 years, that'll be some of the coolest moments.
1: And even away from the All-Star stuff, we've, we asked Ed Tulu-Osterin about it. We asked Nick Cousins about it when he came on the show. Uh, a lot of guys like keep stuff. From from their career, and I know you're you're really just getting going. But have you have you saved stuff from along the way? Is that something that you've you've had in your mind? I know Nick told us that he likes to keep a lot of his jerseys and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And where's that too? I think we might have put the the bug in. His yeah, ears, he's, gonna he's, get on he's it now on. he's going to yeah. start uh, yeah. start saving more stuff after we talked about it.
4: Yeah, I know I've had a few sticks from guys throughout the career that I've um that I've like asked you know mm-hmm. one of our equipment managers to get from. And I, actually, recently it's been been pretty cool some of those guys have asked me for something yeah and i'll be like well i'll do it if you give me one <laughs> you know one of the, one of those situations so um got got sticks from a lot of players that i've uh enjoyed playing against and that i looked up to i know that uh um joe thornton was one he gave me one a few years back um I don't know. What's the man cave the... looking
2: like with all this stuff? Because 'Cause you're still a super young cave... guy. And yeah, I'm the... sure it's already taken up a ton of space. Yeah, yeah.
4: The, the the man cave isn't isn't dialed in yet. But it, <laughs> it could process. easily it is a process. Yeah. Like right now it's just jerseys. Um I know at my house in St. Louis I have my brother my jersey which honestly is kind of weird i have mine in my basement but it's my <laughs> it's brother and mine as, no, no, I, <laughs> to I, Matthew. yeah exactly my brother mine and my dad's all in one frame mm-hmm. um i have a lot of like like cool i guess maybe milestone stuff that uh along the way actually my my parents the other day um i got this big package in the mail and it was like uh of late birthday, late Christmas, like housewarming. They yeah. combine it all into one. So I'm like, I like, I don't have to do that. Whatever. I open it up. It's this huge, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. like big picture book with th- uh, probably hundreds of, it's like a thousand page book yeah. with hundreds of articles from my career when I was drafted in Calgary up wow. until I was traded. So it's like, like all news- the, newspaper clippings? Yeah, newspaper, yes. Cool. Magazine, like pictures, articles about, you know, uh, a milestone here, some playoff mm-hmm. stuff here. Like I don't know. It was just it was like a so put in articles. some work. she yeah, put that, in a yeah. little there was a little video somehow a little video somehow it was it was a crazy, crazy, crazy gift. So um I think that's gonna start my fake little man cave uh <laughs> here in Florida. That's-
1: Matthew Kachuk of the Panthers there on the most recent episode of the Territory Talk podcast, and if you like what you heard there, you can hear the entire episode, the entire conversation, FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk or wherever you find your podcast. Big thanks to him for stopping by, chatting with uh, me and Jameson Olive earlier in the week. Great to catch up with him, and what a run he's been on. Ten points last three games for him, and uh, again, just continuing his monster offensive season. He eclipsed the 90-point mark last time out, scored his 31st goal of the season. Ten points in the last three games for Matthew Kachau. Panthers and the Devils tonight, 6 o'clock at FLA Live Arena. We're on the air with Panthers Preview at 5.30. Big game for the Panthers. A Panthers win and some help from other games. They could wind up a point back of a playoff spot by night's end. Panthers trying to close in on the Penguins and the Islanders. The Penguins, they are at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers, 8 o'clock Eastern. And the Islanders are in San Jose, 1030 Eastern. So games to keep an eye on there. And the New Jersey Devils, tonight's opponent, they're trying to run down Carolina and win the Metro. So a lot on the line for uh, the Panthers and the Devils tonight. We will, uh, we will have that one for you at 6 o'clock, 5.30 Panthers Preview on the Radio Network. Thanks, Matthew Kachuk, for stopping by the Territory Talk podcast this week. Thanks to George Richards from Florida Hockey Now for joining us earlier in the program as well. That's all the time we have here this morning. I'm Doug Plagans. We'll talk to you again coming up at 6 o'clock, Panthers and the Devils, 5.30 Panthers Preview. But uh, for now, folks, this has been the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network.
0: Okay, picture this.